City, it officially is D Day. We are here. We've been waiting for this day for a while now. We've talked about it in the last three, four podcasts. It has happened. Damian Lillard has been traded. I've got Fouad here. This is a special podcast. I feel like the last time we did a listener's podcast, like the very next day, something happened and we had to do another podcast like right away. So it's weird that I could be wrong, but I feel like that's happened last time. So it's weird that this happened twice now, if I'm correct. Uh, Fawad, how are you doing today? I'm good. I don't remember that last one, actually, but maybe I'm just forgetting. Um, but yeah, I could three totally be wrong. Just under three months coming, but it's finally happened. The Dame trade saga, whatever you want to call it, finally over. He's been traded to Milwaukee, and um, just in case anyone had any doubts, he will be playing. He's not going to be forcing his <laughs> way anywhere else, obviously. Yeah. So uh, yeah, let's set it to be here. <laughs> yeah, let's let's talk about this now. So we traded Dame. Not only did we trade Dame, we also traded Nurkic. We also traded Keon Johnson, and we also traded Nasir Little. Mm-hmm. We received Drew Holiday, which I highly and it already sounds like the the reports are that we are, but I highly I highly assume we are going to be flipping him for something. So we got Drew Holiday. We got DeAndre Ayton from the Suns. Um, a guy that I have never once heard of, and I'm not going to even try to say his, his name, but his last name looks like it says Camara. Um, Milwaukee's 2029 first round pick and then 2028 and 2030 swap rights to Milwaukee. Um, first, oh, and then, and then, sorry, let's finish this. The Suns receive Yusuf Nurkic. Grayson Allen, Nasir Little, and Keon Johnson. And obviously the Bucks get Dame. So first things first. How how are you feeling? How like just actually let me let me let me start this off. The trade goes through. I see it. I'm my mind's blown because I was not expecting Milwaukee, nor did I like ever really hear any rumblings about Milwaukee even being close to a trade. I see it. I, you know, I freak out, go to Discord immediately and say, oh my God, this is crazy. And then it kind of dawns on me, what we've been waiting for has finally happened. And a part of me was a little sad because it is now officially Dame is no longer a Blazer. And even though we all expected it and we're waiting for that to happen, it, you know, it's, it's real now. It happened. So there was a part of me that was sad. There was also a part of me that was happy because not only is the, the whole, just the drama of all of it over with now, which I'm glad for, but... Dame is now also playing with Giannis, who's one of the players I wanted him to play with. Like, obviously, I would love for Giannis to be here and not vice versa. But Giannis was a player that I wanted to see Dame play with. Um, And Dame goes to a contending team. And so for that, I was happy. And then at the same time, it's like... I don't even... What did I... How did I say it in Discord? What did I say? I said... Um, 
Well, I guess I said I was relieved. So I guess I'm relieved because the trade's over. We can just move on. Let's start over and let's see what happens. So it's just a weird mix of emotions. Obviously, you know, we all love Dame and it's crazy that it's finally happened. Um, so so how do you feel about this? I honestly didn't feel any sadness. I was I was a mix of emotions, but I was mostly happy that it's over, happy that Dame's playing with Giannis. Um, and a lot of relief that it's finally over. Um, so I was at, I was actually at like a, like a breakfast slash brunch with a couple of my friends from med, med school. Um, and, you know, we had just finished eating. We were outside, like all about to get into our cars. And I, I just get a notification. I look at my phone and I see like breaking, like gorgeous tweet, you know, like breaking news, Dames traded to Miami. So I take a quick second. First of all, I didn't believe it. I was like, this has to be like, you know, the, one of me those too. fake accounts. Me too. <laughs> and then exact it also took me thing. an extra second because I saw the, the, the verified blue, but I was like, that doesn't mean anything anymore. So it took me a couple seconds to make sure it was real. But once I saw that it was real, I just started losing it. Like I just, like I, I just started freaking out and then all my friends were like, whoa, like what happened? Did you just get into med school or something? <laughs> and then I was just like, <laughs> I was just like, Dave got traded. And then I was, it was just, it was just insane. And basically the rest, the next hour or two, I was just on my phone looking at, you know, trade details, people's reactions, everything. Um, but yeah, my, like, one of my immediate thoughts right after that, right after I'd taken it in was, Dame is going to be playing with Giannis. Like, do you understand how crazy that is? They're, if they're not championship favorites, I think you said they are, though. But they are now, 100% yeah. like favorites in the East for sure. Um, like, that. Barring health, I feel like it's going to be tough for them not to make the finals. I am so excited. Uh, you know, everyone was talking about, you know, they don't care about where Dame is traded. They just want the best return. I did care about where Dame is traded because I wanted him to win a championship. This is one of the best places that that could have been. So I was really excited. Uh, I can't wait for Dame to play with the honest. I think their pick and roll is going to be unstoppable like dame's already one of the best pick and guard uh, pick and roll guards in the league and now you're pairing him with the honest i mean <laughs> i don't i don't know how teams are gonna stop that that's that's just that's just unbelievable so um on that on that end of things i was just so excited i can't wait for the season to start to watch to watch them play it's so funny because i legitimately did the exact same thing that that notification popped up and I've been trying to block and unfollow, like block and mute any like fake account. But I'm like, I got to make sure this is real because I did not expect him to go to the Bucks. And so I clicked on it, saw the blue check mark, and I it, the same exact thing. I'm like, that does not mean anything anymore. So then I looked at how many followers he had, and it was like six million. And I was like, holy shit, this is real. <laughs> he just got traded. So that is funny that you did the exact same thing. Um, no, I mean. I, I totally agree. He going to Milwaukee is is uh it's I'm excited. I like Giannis is one of the players, like I said already, he's one of the players I wanted to see Dame play with, and now we get to watch it. Um I agree. I I did care about where Dame went because I I too wanted him to have a chance to win a championship. Um I mean I've made it pretty clear I'm not angry or anything at Dame for what's happened, so um I'm excited to see what what happens. So, let's let's hop into this. Let's hop into this trade real quick. One more quick thought I had sure. was, uh, I th I thought I said it on this podcast. I even went back and skimmed through a couple episodes. I couldn't find it, so I'm not sure if it was here or somewhere else. But 
one of my first um like when I first started becoming okay with us trading Dame and like actually wanting it to happen, it was in the playoffs this year when Bucks were playing uh against Miami. I think it might have been after the season the series was over, maybe during the season, but I was like you know, this team could really use Dame. Like, I feel like if Dame was here, that would be one of the funnest teams to watch. And just thinking about Dame playing with Giannis is one of the first things that, like, got me excited. Like, imagine Dame going, you know, playing with Giannis, they would go to the finals for sure. So yeah. early on, I really wanted that to happen. But then, you know, I looked at what Milwaukee had to offer, and I was like, okay, these guys can't offer anything. That's besides the point now because it happened. But, yeah. uh, you know, before I kind of ruled them out because I didn't think they had enough, that was my team. That was like, that could be so fun. Well, let's touch on this real quick. Milwaukee essentially didn't have to give up hardly anything. They, they, like, they got a steal. Like, yeah, I mean, steal. Milwaukee made out like crazy good on this one. I mean, you have you gave up Drew Holiday for yes, it's a downgrade defensively, but a massive upgrade offensively. And when you have players like Giannis, Brooke Lopez who was almost defensive player of the year, you ha- still have Chris Milton who's a uh, is a decent defender. You have Bobby Portis, like defense is the last worry you have right yeah. now. So, upgrading offensively with Dame and that's all you're giving up necessarily. I mean, technically yes, you're giving up some picks later on, but it, one championship makes all worth those one one possibly two pick swaps worth it. So Milwaukee made out like I don't even know. Bandits isn't even a right word because they they got such a good deal on this one. Um but yeah, and then just let me add this on. I said this in the in the podcast the other night. I am so happy it did not go to Miami. I and I know people are not gonna like this. I would have been fine with him going to the L.A. Like, like that's how much Miami pissed me off. And I don't even hate Miami. I just, the fact that they just thought they had it in the bag and that no matter what, he was eventually going to be there. It makes me so happy they did not get it. So I totally understand the Miami resentment. but And I, I know I'm a little bit biased because Jimmy Butler is my second favorite player after Dame. But I wanted that to happen, like, really badly because, you know. I, I think it would have been fun. The only thing I would have liked more than seeing Damon Giannis together, even though Damon Giannis is the better duo on the court, I would have loved, loved to see Damon and Jimmy play together. It would have, you know, it would, it would have made my fan- fandom or whatever you want to call it. But, um, you know, whatever. I'm happy with him going to Milwaukee. I'm, yeah, like that's that's all I have. To yeah, say. yeah. I it wasn't that I didn't want him to go to Miami because I wouldn't like it, but just the fact that Miami just felt like they didn't have to do anything. And like the legwork was on us to go find people or find, you know, three team trades and stuff like just made me like, I was like, you know what? No, I don't want them to have him now. I want, I want them to suffer and be like, Oh man, I guess we weren't as good as we thought. That You know, like just, I agree. It would have been fun to watch him with bam with, with Jimmy Butler, but I'm also just so happy that it didn't go to them at the same time. So now let's let's address Phoenix real quick here. Um, we send them Nurk, we send them Keon, we send them Nasir, which I was surprised honestly that we did that as yeah, well. But, I, was, I was bummed out to lose Nasir a little. Um, we sent them to to Phoenix, and they also got Grayson Allen from uh, from Milwaukee. Which, speaking of, technically, not only is Damian Lillard teaming back up with Pat Connaughton, but technically. Wesley Matthews too. Oh, Wesley. Matthews Granted, I don't think left. Wesley. I don't think he has a contract right now, but I have a feeling they'll probably re-sign him. 
he was there last year. He maybe he does. Maybe he had a multi-year. I thought it was only one, but I could be wrong. Um, but Phoenix sends us DeAndre Ayton for, and I think that what I can't remember if that camera guy or what however you say his name was from Milwaukee. He was from York. Milwaukee, he was I their so. second round pick yeah. this year, like the fifty-second or something like that. So essentially, Phoenix gave up uh, Ayton for Nurkic, Allen, Little, and Keon Johnson. Um, how do you feel Phoenix did there? I know you're not the biggest on on Aiton. Yeah, really quick, I just looked it up. Uh, Wesley Matthews apparently is on the Suns. Uh, sorry, no, the Hawks. I don't know when that trade. He's on the Hawks. Or, apparently, he signed. Okay, he signed, a, he signed a contract this free agency. I did not know that, and I'm a Wesley Matthews fan. I did not know that. Wow. Yeah, this off season, he signed with the Hawks. So, he's um, always missing out. Uh, how how Phoenix did? How how do you feel their return? I know you're not big on Aiton, um, so how how how's the return for Aiton? Um, I kind of don't understand it, which is the common opinion it seems like. But I'm not as low on it as a lot of people. Um, I think so. Apparently, there's some uh, money factors as well. I didn't look into their situation, but you know, if that if they did need to cut down, I guess that's one thing. Like you kind of have. You kind of have to do that, but mm-hmm. I think their other thing is depth, and they they turned Aiden into sorry, what was it? Nurk, Mister Little, and uh, what's his name? Grayson, Grayson Allen. Allen, right? So and Keon Johnson. Oh, and Keon. Okay, well, Keon's not great, but I guess a decent depth piece, like yeah. third string, just a young um, guy. Yeah. So I think they turned one role player into three, and I do think you know Aiden is a role player, so. Sure, Nurk is worse and he's in injury prone, but I don't think the difference between them is that huge. That I think having those two extra guys in your rotation that you know can at least hold their own, uh, you know, against other benches, I think they probably saw some value there. I do think they didn't, uh, they didn't, you know, I, I think they lost the trade. Sure, they got worse talent wise, but I think. They're hoping that at least the fit and the the overall mm-hmm. depth is enough, especially since you know KD is old. He's gotten a couple injuries. Um, although on the other hand, if, if he gets injured, it doesn't matter who you have on the bench. You're not doing anything. Yep. But one last thing on Sun on the Suns, and I, actually it's not last because I'll get, I'll come back to it in a bit when we talk about our return. But it also kind of shows you that maybe Aiden doesn't have the kind of value that people think he does because he's on a max contract and because he's, you know, not very good to begin with. But yeah, that's my little, uh, little thing on the Suns. but I'll talk more about Aiden when we talk about, you know, our return. Well, let's, let's hop into it because I'm not going to add anything extra to what you said. Um, (laughs) first, first things first, I'm a little bit higher on Aiden than you are. I don't necessarily think he is, max contract worthy at this point but do i think he could eventually if he given the right opportunity yes now that being said we've seen it before where a player gets you know has has some has some stock to them that they're a good player they kind of underperform or you know for whatever reason and and i'm gonna be honest with you for whatever reason phoenix did not like Aiden. like it would they pretty much made it clear yeah. um and then, you know, some player gets traded to another team and then that player plays much better. Very well could be what happens here. Yeah, Aiton could happened. go. Yep. Aiton could go come and be, you know, back to how I think he was an all star once, wasn't he? If I remember right. I don't think he was, but yeah, he I could be wrong. One year that was really good. I think it was 20. Yeah. 
So, I mean, we definitely could get a... Yeah, he was never an all-star. He wasn't, okay. So we could get a player that could potentially, you know, be knocking on that door. We could get a player that's not knocking on that door. We could get a player that's just, eh, yeah, he's just there. Um, but at this point, he's 25. He fits He fits the time window a little bit better than Nurkic did. I think Nurkic was, what, 28? 27, 28? Uh, is he that old? I felt like he was... He's at least he's got to be at least oh, twenty. He's twenty nine actually. Is he okay? Yeah. So fits the window a little bit better with Scoot and Sharp, and 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 you know honestly right now like we've said this before, you you're paying this guy max money right. Right now we're not necessarily trying to compete, so does it really matter that we're paying him max money now? Two years from now, could it matter if it doesn't pan out? Yeah, then it could start to matter. Um, but for this year and the next year. It, I don't really have an issue with us paying $30 million for a chance at someone being better. Um, so, but that's because I'm a little bit higher on him than you are. Um, some people are high on him. Some people aren't um, not, I'm not expecting great things, but I do, I do see an Avenue where he could develop into a, a, a pretty good player. Um, we also got drew holiday, which I already mentioned. I have a feeling we're going to be trading him for, my hope is just more picks. I don't necessarily think there's any players that we could get that would be, you know, worth it. But more picks are always good. And then that turns Dame into, you know, multiple first round picks instead of just one. Um, so how do you feel about Aiton, Drew Holiday? What Just our return, how you feeling? Um, where do I start? I'll start with Aiton. Uh, I think, okay, first of all, you made a very good point about the money not mattering as much since we're rebuilding, and that was also one of the main reasons why I was more than okay with giving Jeremy Grant that giant contract, because, mm-hmm. you know, we're not doing anything with the money. It's, it's, we're not, like, competing. We don't need those extra dollars. It's fine. Um, but I would argue that that's more of a reason if, you know, the talent is there. I kind of, you know, I'm low on Aiden where I don't, you know, necessarily care enough to want him anyways um you know I, I said this yesterday on our last podcast i don't even know if it's posted yet but i said uh you know i think he's just an average starting center you know maybe if you want to argue slightly above average i'll give you that but i think he's pretty much an average starting center um and you can you know there's a lot of those in the league sure he's he could have a change of scenery he could be better but in my personal opinion I don't think he'll be much better than the best season he had, which granted, again, was a good season, just not, you know, not that much above average, for, in my opinion. Um, a couple other reasons, he's he's a center who, I want to say he can't really create his own shot, but there have been complaints that he didn't get enough touches, so maybe he just hasn't had the chance to do that, so I'll keep an open mind on that. But he also ha- doesn't really have a shot, um, and just traditional centers are have been phasing out of the league he plays like a traditional center like i mean there are sure there are some things to like but i don't think there's anything to that gets me too excited and uh i've okay i'll admit i've had many bad takes in my life you know i've been wrong about a lot of things (laughs) i think we all have (laughs) what i feel like i have a somewhat decent track record with is player evaluation i feel like you know again i might have had some misses there but i feel like generally just from what i've noticed in, in my like personal you know opinions i guess 
I feel like I've been relatively decent with player evaluations. Like from from his rookie year, I thought Gildas Alexander would become an all star or all star caliber level player. Same with Anthony Edwards. I like both of those guys from the start. I thought Ben Simmons, you know, I thought his mentality would ruin his career. You know, look look what's happening. So I feel like a similar I feel a similar way about Aiden, where I feel like he's he is soft. And some soft players, you can still get a lot of production out of them if you coach them properly. So that could still happen, but I just don't think... I don't believe in him right now. I don't think he's his talent is fine, but I think that paired with him being soft is not someone that I would want to be a core part of our team, of you know, of our future, I mean. So, like, I like Scoot and Sharp as our core, our, as a young core. I don't think I would include... Aiden in that and I would actually want to trade Aiden as soon as possible um it seems like his value might not be actually high, that that high right now so hopefully we get to you know that change of scenery gives him a good start to the season and then at the deadline or next summer we can flip him for another pick or two that would kind of salvage the trade for me but right now like right now I feel like what we got back for Dame is an average role player and a first round pick um Okay, let me move on to the first round pick before I get to Drew. <laughs> the first You're good. round pick, you keep going. The first round pick is a 2029 first round pick from the Milwaukee Bucks. All I heard the entire summer was that three, four picks, they couldn't offer four anyways, but two to three picks from Miami are completely worthless because no matter what happens, you know, first of all, they're so far down the line that who cares about them anyways? And secondly, like, Miami will always be good. Look, they have such a good team right now. They just went to the final. So obviously, whatever those picks are going to be, they're going to be like 25, 26, 27. So they're worthless. Now we get the 2029 pick from Milwaukee and everyone's saying, oh, that could turn into anything. You know, 2029 is so far away. That's actually a good thing. And it's just like, what is like Giannis is so much younger than Jimmy and Dame. Jimmy and Dame would have been uh, anchors on that team, bringing those picks down. With Milwaukee, especially Dame going there now and extending you know, the chances of Giannis staying there long term, I feel like those picks are not going to be very good. Definitely, like I right now, I, there is a lot of turnover in the league, but right now I don't see that pick being lottery at all. And you know, Giannis will be what 31, 32. That's still in his prime, most likely. So I think that could be a very low pick. Like, sorry, like very high pick, as in the number, but low in terms of you know, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah um so i feel like that pick just just first of all just one pick is kind of sad anyways i didn't expect much because i knew that dame is old i knew dame is overpaid but you know one pick is is a little bit disappointing for me actually it's very disappointing for me um especially since you know the the narrative around it versus the narrative around miami's picks seems very hypocritical to me but it is what it is we got that one pick now again if we flip Aiden, maybe that makes this trade a little bit better. And Drew Holiday, we are trying to flip. My impression of Drew Holiday was that he is washed and we won't get a lot of value for him. I did not remember that he was an all-star this year. I just remembered him being terrible in the playoffs. So, you know, from seeing the reactions of other people online, it seems like he might still be valued high enough to get us a pick. I hope he I is. I think so. Yeah, I, I think so. I hope he is, but my immediate reaction right after the trade was that I don't think he is good enough to still get us a pick. Maybe like a bench player, maybe two bench players. But 
if if he does get us a pick, first of all, it's gonna be from a contender again, again, likely mm-hmm. a bad pick. But mm-hmm. you know, it maybe it maybe it'll make it a little bit better. But right now, Drew Holiday, I feel like is old. He his offense has kind of been really bad in the playoffs. Obviously, he is a good defender, but I feel like the, the number of teams who are looking for a guard, even though he is a defensive guard, but the number of teams looking for a guard is not very high. The number of teams looking for a guard that's 33, 34, um, and clearly not in his prime anymore, is un- unlike Dame, is very low. So if you know if we do get a pick, great, but right now I'm a little bit cautious on the chances of that happening. So altogether, what I'm seeing right now in its present state, before anything is flipped, anything anything happens, I'm seeing we traded Dame for a pick that's likely not going to be great, two swaps that are almost definitely not going to convey, swaps almost never can convey, um, a player that is not much more than a role player, and then a player that is not going to indebt us more anything more than role players, maybe a late first. So I'm so excited for Dame to go to Milwaukee and probably win a championship. But as a Blazers fan, I don't like the return at all. <laughs> um, the reaction I've been seeing from most people is that the return isn't great, but it's okay and better than Miami's. I actually, assuming you know Miami offered Hero two picks and the two young guys, um, Jovic and wh- whoever their rookie was this year, you know, I personally still prefer that. I would have rather ha- have had that, but you know, I, I'll admit that neither neither package is great. But that is what Dame's value was. It was not that high, and I think that because of the resentment towards Miami, kind of taking it for taking Dame for granted and just acting, or maybe I guess it was more the fans than the team, but the fans acting like it was a done deal. I think mm-hmm. people are kind of col- letting that color their opinion of this trade and kind of just making it making themselves convincing themselves it's better than miami's when i don't know if it actually is but i again i'll repeat my biases i i'm lower on Aiden than most people i'm higher than hero and most people and personally i wanted dame and jimmy to play together so i do have these biases but i feel like i would have rather had miami's package assume assuming hero would be flipped again um, but I do think there were reports that there were a couple teams that would offer a first round pick for a hero. So that's that's my thing. Yeah, and I, and I I don't necessarily think you're wrong. I think some people, including me, were so annoyed with Miami that that very well could be one of the reasons why they look at this trade and go, oh yeah, it's not that bad. Granted, I'm not looking at it that way because I agree. I don't think this trade was as good as we could have got, but um, but. It's also not as as bad as I was afraid because there was rumors that it was just Tyler Hero and um, one pick is what the latest rumor was. And some people were agreeing since we did this trade, that must have been true, because if it is the other trade you were talking about, to me, that is a better trade. You're getting two first round picks, essentially three with with uh, the the. Oh, my God, I'm drawing a blank on his name. The center they just drafted last year that was playing good in FIBA. Oh my gosh! You guys know who I'm talking Miami. about. Yeah, Miami. The, playing in FIFA. The one that was just playing last this summer. That was. Um, I mean, he might not be a center. He might be a power forward. Um, I'm why? completely blanking on who you're talking about. <laughs> was he on the team last year? Yeah, yeah. They drafted, they drafted him last year. Um, 
Oh my gosh, why am I drawing a blank? <laughs> well, um, like, Yurtsevin maybe? Omer Yurtsevin? No. He looks like a center that's kind of young. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he's not a rookie. He was... But he's um... American, so I don't know why he would be in FIBA. Okay, hang on, everyone. Pause, <laughs> pause the podcast. We're going to find it right now. Um, I could very well be wrong. I thought oh, Jovic? A... Jovic? Yes, yeah, I think it was Jovic. Yeah, That's who yeah. I think it was. So, I mean, he's essentially a first-round pick as well because that was their pick last year. Yeah. Um, thank you. It was Jovic. That's who it was. Um, so, I mean, technically, you're getting three picks in Tyler Hero. Um, so, yeah, I do like that offer better. But at the same time, if the offer really was just Tyler Hero in a first, then I think we did a little bit better doing this one. With that being said, you had talked about not knowing if Drew, like not realizing if Drew was actually as good as he was. So I went and looked real quick. The last season, he averaged 19 points, shot 48%, and he shot 38% from three. Seven assists, five rebounds, and then obviously he's a good defensive player. So, I mean, not terrible. Any contending team probably could use use him. Um, like you said, the draft pick we're going to get back is probably not going to be, you know, it's going to be a, a later one and it still is a chance that it couldn't be worth anything. But I did want to, I did want to toss this out here too, because you brought this up while we have, you know, talked about it before where the, you know, 2029 draft pick could be good, could be bad. There's also a possibility that, you know, by 2029, I don't know if Dane's still playing. And if he is still playing, it's nowhere near how he is now. So we've already heard rumors of Giannis saying, you know, if I can't win in Milwaukee, I'm willing to go somewhere else, right? So there is a high possibility that by 2029, Giannis is no longer playing for Milwaukee. He may still be a very good player, but he may not be with Milwaukee anymore. So that's, that's, a, that's something you have to look at as well. So, you know, maybe... In 2027, he gets traded, or 2028. And so that team now probably is rebuilding. And so maybe that draft pick is worth something. Um, he's 28 right now, I believe. So by the time 2029 rolls around, he'll be 33. So I still think he'll be a pretty good player for a while because of just how long he is and how athletic he can be. Um, but that is a possibility. If he decides it's... No longer, you know, he's no longer able to win in Milwaukee. He very well could ask out. Um, one other thing. I looked at DeAndre Ayton's stats. And, you know, obviously stats don't tell you everything. And I do agree with you, Fawad, that there are many a times where I've seen him be soft. There are. And I, there's, I'm sure most people can admit that. I will also be the first to admit that I don't watch a lot of Phoenix Suns games. So I don't have a very well, like a very good understanding of how he is all the time, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm looking at his stats here. He's He last year averaged 18 points a game and 10 rebounds. So he's averaging a double-double a game. Had Nurkic av averaged a double-double a game, I think a lot of us would probably be satisfied with that, but there was definitely times when Nurkic did not play the way he should. Um Career career averages is he's averaging 16 and 10. So still averaging a double-double. He's averaging one block career-wise. Um, he's not the greatest three-point shooter, so I probably would you know, lump him and Nurk in the same boat as they can knock down a three every once in a while, but don't bet on it. And honestly, I think Nurkic may be a little bit better. Not by much, but 
he showed some promise at some points. Um, essentially, it just boils down to this. I'm willing to give Aiton a chance. I'm I'm willing to see what he can do in a in a system where I feel like he was not happy in Phoenix and Phoenix was not happy with him. Granted, thirty million dollars is a lot to live up to every year, and actually, I think it's even more than thirty. I think it's like thirty-two, and it continues to climb. So. I mean, that's that's going to be his problem is he's going to be compared to that number. So if his numbers aren't what we would expect someone getting paid $32 million, people may drop out on him very quick. But I mean, looking at looking at other centers in the in the league, I don't know what other centers we would necessarily want. Like Nick Claxton would be nice. Yeah, Um but he's also not putting up the numbers. But granted, he's not getting the same opportunities that Aiton is. A lot of people wanted Miles Turner, but if you're looking just strictly at numbers, Aiton's Aiton's numbers are better than DeAndre or than Miles Turner. Um, okay, let me quickly say one thing. First of all, I don't think we need a center that urgently, anyways. I agree. Um, I agree. But you have uh, Aiton's numbers open in front of you, right? Yes, I do. Now, look at his rookie year and look at his most recent year and tell me how different those numbers look. They're not very, much very similar. Yep. He has not shown much improvement throughout his five years. Sure, there was one year in the middle where he was a little bit better and now he got a little bit worse, but for the most part, his entire career, he has not shown improvement. That's because I don't see that drive in him that a lot of other players have that you see in guys like Anthony Edwards. You see there, you know, they have that killer mentality. They want to get better. They want to be the best player they can. DeAndre Aiden, mm-hmm. to me, he has Ben Simmons syndrome where he's soft. He's coasting on the talent that he had, and he just yep. thinks that's enough. Those type of players, I want nothing to do with. So that's why, you know, he, he might be a good player for us this year. Even if he is, I don't want him to be out... I don't want him to be part of our, you know, young core long term. I just don't believe in him as a winning player. No, and I and I think that's very fair. And I can see why people why you think that, and I can see why other people would think that. And I don't think it's uh it's crazy. Like that's you I mean, you're spot on. His rookie year till now, which is five years now, he's not really made any crazy improvements. Um He's averaging two more points, but other than that, it's every everything else is virtually identical. Yep. Um, Grant, but but and all of this is just to be said. I mean, he clearly Phoenix was not happy with him, and he was not happy with Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Could that have been a part played a part of it? Sure. Could it have not? Mm-hmm. Probably. Yep. Probably just as much, just much as much as it's likely that it did play a part. It's just as much likely that it didn't play a part. So until we see what he can do here and see what he does with Scoot and with Sharp, and you know, I'm excited to see what Billups can do um, offensively and defensively with these players. I, I don't, I can't, I can't. Not only because I don't know, but just because I never really watched DeAndre Ayton play unless it was something on TNT or they were playing the Blazers. Um, I never really went out my way to watch him play, so I don't want to give some strong opinion that I think he's going to be great. And these are the reasons why when I truly don't, I don't know. Like I, I don't watch him enough to feel confident in saying that. And, and what you have said is I, I totally can understand and ag- agree with. So I don't think it's crazy what you said. Um, but I, I am willing to see what he can do. And I hope, I hope it pans out. Um, 
it sucks losing Dame, so I hope it pans out. And I might not even be alive when 2029 rolls around. <laughs> so who the hell knows what's happening then? Yeah, I don't it, even. It that's is crazy. Long, it is a long time away, especially in NBA years. You know, mm-hmm. uh, like one example is I just saw a post that said, I think uh, Booker is the only person left from that Suns team that went to the finals. That was what two two years ago, maybe three. Yep. So a lot, there, a lot there is a lot change. of turnover. And 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 like I said about Giannis switching teams, I mean that's that is very likely to happen. I mean, if you think about. How many players stay with one team forever? It's pretty rare now. And as you get older, you start to realize, I can't carry this team by myself. We don't have the necessary, you know, because we've given up a lot of, well, actually, you know what? Take it back. They haven't given up hardly anything. So <laughs> I take it back. He might, he very well could be there. I don't know. Um, well, do you have anything is, else? The team is there for four years, four more years. Mm-hmm. I think it's safe to assume... Giannis will be there for at least three of them. So that brings us to 2026. And, you know, three more years, yeah, a lot, I don't know. It's, it's too soon to speculate whether he'll be there in 2029 yeah. or not. Um, I don't know. but sure, It's just a possibility. Then. It's a possibility. He could be gone. Like, some people okay. just see 2029 and think, well, Giannis is still going to be playing. He's still going to be good. Milwaukee's still going to be good. He could be on a different team being good. Yeah, he could. But uh, okay, here's here's the way I'm thinking about it. If you had to take, if you were a betting man and you had to bet on which picks would be better, assuming Dame went to either team, would you rather have the 2029 um, Milwaukee pick with Dame there or the 2029 Miami pick with Dame there? I like, which one would you bank on being? Worse? I would bank on the Milwaukee one being worse, only because I think Giannis is the better player and the younger player. But at the same time, Miami has the has a better record of getting free agents to come to them. So you run that risk where if if, you know, once Jimmy retire or, you know, once Jimmy's done and Dame's kind of slowing down, they're still going to attract big name players. But I would still I think I would feel safer having Miami's picks over Milwaukee's pick, but I feel like it could be close either way. Like you might not have like if 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 once Dame's run his course and he's you know his contract's up, you still have Giannis there, right? Teams may not want to go to Milwaukee to play with Giannis, and I think Giannis knows that, which is why he made the comment about saying, "I'm willing to leave and go play wherever else I can win." And so they're they're not necessarily attracting free agents either. So, I mean, not a lot of people want to live in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. You got some good cheese. But uh, I don't. I, not a lot of people are excited for Wisconsin. Um, so you very well by twenty twenty nine could not have any big name players playing there. They're they're not attracting free agents, but they've consistently been able to make good trades to improve their. I game. agree. Yep, I agree. So if if I had to pick one, I think I would rather have Miami, but I think it's just as risky because they they are more likely to get free agents to come to Miami than we than Milwaukee would be. That's fair. Um, shout out one last time, real quick. Dame dropped a dropped a, a song today uh, called "Farewell." Obviously, you guys probably can, from the name of that, can kind of tell what it was about. 
There was a couple parts in the song that he kind of takes shots at the Blazers organization as a whole, not necessarily the fans. He doesn't really take a shot at any player specifically, although part of me, there's a part where he talks about um, he's not replaceable and soon we'll, we'll find out. And so I kind of felt like that was a partly kind of a little shot at, at Scoot, even though it wasn't. But I mean, it just seemed kind of weird. But at the end of it, he does talk about how he he hopes that at, after all is said and done that, you know, we're we're all fans of the Blazers and him can all, you know, still be fans of each other and respect each other and and care about each other. So if you guys haven't listened, it's called Farewell. I would I would give it a listen. It's 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 pretty good. I mean, we all know Dame's a pretty good rapper. So have you listened to that song? I haven't yet. I will after uh, after we're we're wrapped up. But I think that I don't think that would be a shot at Scoot if it's even a shot at anyone. And it could you know it could just be a line about himself. Uh, I feel like it would be a shot at the front office, like uh, Portland, saying that they won't be able to find someone like him. Mm-hmm. But it also just could be nothing and just talking about like you know how he's one of a kind type of thing. You know. No, I mean I I I think I'm reaching there saying that it's a shot at Scoot. Because part of the problem is the the picture behind it that had the lyric had a picture of him and Scoot standing side by side. So maybe that's part of why it played into my thought process of a shot. I don't necessarily think it is, but I do feel like Scoot could probably look at that and be like, you know, what I'm I there's no way I could be better. Like there's not a chance that I could be better than you kind of thing. But I don't think Dame meant it that way nor do I think probably a lot of people took it that way. It's just something that when I saw it, I was like, oh, okay. Um, but he definitely was kind of taking shots at the front front office, that's for sure, and I don't blame him. Um, one quick thing that I just saw, I don't know how reliable, it's completely changing the topic, so if, you know, if you're okay with that. Yep. But it, it seems like Toronto didn't even include OG in, uh, in their offers. <laughs> oh, jeez. It was uh, Gary Trent, Grady Dick, and Precious Achua. <laughs> and picks, but it doesn't say what picks they, they are. Yeah, but yeah, so... I, 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 don't know what, I don't know what the source is, so it might not be too reliable. Mm. I, mean, I, did, I did see at least two different people say that, though. I mean, at that point, they're, they're pulling the Milwaukee and hardly giving up anything. So, <laughs> um, I don't have anything else to touch on unless you do. Um, I don't. I'm just excited for this season to start for so many reasons. Finally, like our our wish has been granted. Not just that the trade the drama is over, but Scoot will should be the starting point guard. Actually, mm-hmm. we don't know that for sure. It could still be Simons, but either way, Scoot will have a large role in our team in our offense. That's gonna be fun to watch. Shaden and him will have a big role. Hopefully, they'll be a good duo. Um, and then that's Portland. And then on the other side, Milwaukee. I'll be watching it as many games yeah. as I can. Dame yep. and Giannis together is that man. That pick and roll is just going to be unstoppable, man. I can't. I can't wait for the season to start. Yeah, I think a lot of Blazer fans are going to be keeping an eye on Milwaukee. And the nice thing is they're Eastern Conference team, so I mean, <laughs> them winning all these games doesn't affect you know yeah. us at all. Even though I don't think it's going to affect us anyways, but um, we'll all definitely they've inherited a bunch of fans for the foreseeable future at least. Yeah, Raptors tickets are going on sale tomorrow, so I'm hoping to get both uh, Milwaukee and Portland. Milwaukee might be a little bit tougher, considering you know <laughs> those prices might be a little bit higher. But... <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so everyone enjoy the cheap ticket prices for the Blazer (laughs) games because it's it's gonna go down. Okay, well, thank you all. If it goes down, maybe I should not buy it now and wait for like later. Yeah, I would definitely, I would definitely wait. I would. Maybe I'll think about that. (laughs) I mean, I guess it just depends on how much that if they're already pretty cheap, then it's worth getting. Yeah. Um. Okay, everyone, thank you for listening to this emergency podcast. Thank you for being Blazer fans. And I hope most of you are still Damian Lillard fans because I don't I don't think he did anything wrong. Um, and I think most of us accept that. So I'm excited to see what we can do. I'm excited to see what he can do. And uh, other than that, thank you guys for listening. As always, Rip City, baby. <laughs>